Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Mojo NFL episode. We are in for a very special episode, a very special treat, because it is fantasy time. So we bought back the old school, the Mr. OG, Dan, to host this one. Dan, welcome back, and thank you for making this a fun fantasy draft for us. Yeah, thank you. A little bit of a special episode. Um, Great to be here. For those that haven't heard my dulcet tones in a little while. I'm Dan Frost. I'm the founder of Mojo Sports. Um, used to do a little bit of panel work um, talking about all things sports, but uh, today doing something a little bit different. We're doing a special episode, a crossover episode uh, with a fellow podcast uh, that we that we love and that we support, uh, the Move in the Chains crew. And we've come together to yeah, build what we think is a pretty, uh, pretty awesome fantasy competition, uh, which we'll talk a little bit about uh, today. So for all of our um, Mojo listeners strap in. Um, there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, fantasy leagues popping up over the next week. Everyone rushing to sort of get their leagues done. Uh, and to our moving the chains, uh, yeah, listeners who have come over. Um, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy the episode and uh, stick around. Uh, Mojo sports. We cover a lot of different, a lot of different sports. All right, team. Well, let's dive into the actual league itself. And it's brought to you by our incredible sponsor, topsport.com.au. Uh, one of the best gambling or well, the best gambling uh, company in Australia. Australia, no doubt. Uh, download their app today. They cover absolutely every sport. Uh, again, download the app, best odds. And with the NFL season around the corner, the odds are incredible. Uh, gamble responsibly, uh, of course. So supported by topsport.com.au. We have got four leagues of fantasy running. That is, that's right. We've got 48 people competing this year. We've been running this on the Moving the Chains uh, podcast for quite a few years now. I think this is our fourth, fifth year. Um, and we're really excited to bring it across to Tomojo uh, and get everybody involved. Uh, who is involved, you ask? Well, we've got some A-listers there, and not including myself, of course. We've got uh, Benny Hunt. Uh, we've got a few Dragons NRL players, so um, great work from Sowie. Obviously, he's involved. He's got Benny Hunt, uh, Blake Laurie, um, Jack Bird, uh, Dickie, he's he's done some great work there, and he's got Robo back. So Trent Robinson, uh, the super coach, Roosters coach, um, Loves his NFL. And um, we've got all the move in the chains crew. So Trent Copeland, absolute legend uh, of, of yeah, absolute legend uh, in cricket. But I tell you what, he's got one of the best NFL minds that I've ever seen. And he's helped us put all of our leagues together as well. Uh, Chad Townsend as well. Uh, Cowboys rugby league superstar. Um, he's back uh, competing in the league as well. And we've also got our mojo crew. So everyone on the show, <coughs> Alex, Laura, Riley, Jamie, yeah, and that that's pretty much the spiel, guys. So let's dive in and start talking about a little bit of fantasy. Team, it's been a day. Uh, for anyone that hasn't experienced a slow draft, um, it takes a little bit of patience. Uh, it may run over a day or two, but picks are slowly running in across all four leagues. I guess the question that I've got for you off the top um, is we all know your favorite teams that you guys support. Who is the one player from the team that you support that you've got your eye on in fantasy? Laura, going to throw it over to you. I think throwing it to me is a bit of an easy start, but let's get it off with a bang. Seattle, when you think of Seattle, you think of one amazing player. I don't know if everyone saw the ad recently about the script. This player says he's going to catch the ball with his abs, and that's none other than DK Metcalf. DK's had a bit of an interesting transition year last year coming into that new system. Well, similar system, but new quarterback at the helm with Geno Smith. I think now we've seen them put together some nice packages over the offseason. They've done a bit of work. I think he's going to have an easy 1,000-yard receiving season, and I think he's going to once again reemerge as the leader in Seattle across the board. 
Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good shout. Anyone that had DK last year, uh, they they bought him quite low because everyone was concerned about the quarterback position in Geno. So obviously DK's value has gone up a little bit this year, but an absolute superstar. All right, my New England Patriots, a player that I've got my eye on in fantasy. Look, to be honest, he looked a little bit juicier um, a week or so ago, and that's Ramondre Stevenson. He's obviously the best player by a country mile on the Patriots roster. Uh, But Zeke getting signed, he's going to take a little bit of red zone points away from Ramondre, but, um, yeah, still uh, clearly the best player for the Pats in what is going to be a challenging year, I'm sure. All right, let's throw it over to the Chicago Bears panelists, hosts <laughs> on the panel. Riley, Alex, I don't know. Things, are, the, the vibes are changing in Chicago. Um, <clears throat> throw out a couple of players that you've got your eye on. Alex? Um, oh, I think there's no surprise to absolutely anybody. If you've listened to me for a while, know me for the longest time, you know that I'm a Ohio State fan and a Chicago Bears fan. So for me, it's Justin Fields. <clears throat> He had some big games last year. I think he's in for some big games this year, and he's got a little bit more support around him. So uh, Justin Fields is uh, my boy. Yeah, I'm just writing this down. Justin <laughs> Fields, yeah, the ability to run is uh, is pretty important. Riley, what about yourself? Yeah, look, I can finally say that um, the Bears have a, a wide receiver. So the fact that DJ Moore is already – a seasoned thousand yard receiver <clears throat> somewhere like Carolina, which was a dumpster fire. So he's just moved dumpster fires really. Um, but it, yeah, um, I'm excited to see how he goes. He is definitely up there as one of the top, I would say at least 20 wide receivers, but I, I would probably put him up a bit higher, but yeah, he's definitely up there with fields as our, our all-star. I definitely feel you when it comes to having no receivers. Uh, Again, in New England, we just don't believe in in throwing the football, which is interesting. We'll see how that goes. Uh, But, yeah, more look, there's so much value in him. um, And, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me um, as to why he isn't higher on people's draft boards. He's going to get a lot of work from fields. All right, Jamie, we know how seriously you take your NFL. We know how seriously you take your fantasy. Uh, Yeah, talk to us a little bit about your team and a player that's uh, caught your eye this year. So as an Eagles fan, I think you're looking at three potential uh, candidates for this spot, the two receivers and our Lord and Saviour at the back, Jalen Hurts. And that is the man I'm going to go with. I think that he has the potential to be not only the best quarterback in fantasy this year, but contend for a top position overall in fantasy, regardless of position. My reasoning for this is his his completion percentage through the three years he's been in the NFL has increased every year. 52 is first year, 61.3 is second year, 66.5 is third year. I would not be surprised to see this number go up again. Uh, my next biggest reason, I believe, is because despite the running totals dropping off from year two to year three, uh, it didn't seem to affect his fantasy output. Uh, what you also have to remember is that the Eagles had one of the easiest schedules last season. So come the fourth quarter, it was done and dusted for the team. The backups were in. Jalen Hurts played an average, most likely, I wish I actually had a number for this, but I believe he played an average of just three quarters per game and then you wouldn't see him in the fourth. So in that sense, you know, 17 game season, how many actual minutes was he out there? Maybe 12, 13 games worth. There is a massive amount of wiggle room for Jalen Hurts to get better. And that's my pick. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good shout. And and I guess that that sort of brings me to the draft order in our leagues. It's so important because a guy like Jalen, 
he's not going to be sticking around for too long. Um, and, you know, just obviously, you know, we've spoken a little bit about the teams that we support. It's an interesting dilemma, uh, dilemma, isn't it? Like, do you, you know, sneak in a couple of your favorite players just to make the whole thing a little bit more enjoyable? Or are you an absolute fantasy purist? Uh, but again, if you're supporting the Philadelphia Eagles, Jamie, we hate you. Um, you can do both. Uh, so congratulations, my friend. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about our league, about our day, how the, how the draft's going. Um, shout out to all of the 48, um, you know, contestants who are fighting it out to, to win their win their comps. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly been interesting. But the question I've got for you is explain one of your picks so far. Let's go back around the grounds, Laura. I'm going to take the easy route. I'm going to start with my first pick. I took Jamar Chase in the first round with what was I, I think, pick number seven today. A little bit of a rocky start being so far back, but the fact that Jamar was sitting there, that was an easy pick for me. I think this is going to be an exciting season for the Bengals. We've seen them get close. We've seen Joe Burrow battle with injury. He was a little bit unsure beginning of preseason. He's still probably a bit unsure for now. But I do think if anything's going to happen, it's going to be the fact that Jamar's going to pour out of the gate and have an absolutely stellar season. I'm thinking he's going to go for around 1,300 receiving yards, and I think he's going to take the Bengals down into the stretch of the season. So I'm excited. The pick fell into my lap. The fact that he was still sitting there, I was a bit questioning what people before me were doing a few interesting picks um but yes yeah, so i'm super happy with with that starter yeah no like i love that um over to me look it has been there's been some interesting selections ahead of me which kind of changes up the strategy a little bit um but i was able to get the um the hybrid running back rookie um uh, from the Atlanta Falcons uh, Bijan Robinson um so again you're always taking a risk with rookies and you know one of the biggest rules in fantasy was to stay away from rookie receivers but you know the the world's changed you know there's a lot of college systems that are you know now pretty much staples within the NFL and we're seeing a lot of productivity um uh, Bijan he just seems to be a bit of a unicorn um you know I, I think I'm going to get a lot of value from obviously he's running but he can also receive um and in an offense that Look, there's a lot of question question marks on the quarterback, but um, yeah, a, a lot a lot of points um, and a lot of potential there in him. So yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, Alex, what about yourself? Um, are you proud of yourself so far? What's what's a pick that stood out for you? Am I proud of myself so far? Well, it's nice having you know two picks back to back. That's fun. Love that. Well, you are on the clock now, so if you wanted to to go make them you want to multitask <laughs> yeah let, um, us, let I, us know what you're going to choose i mean i think we just i might give that a minute i'm still mulling some things over um some things <laughs> over do i want to go wide receiver running back i'm not quite sure yet i did do something a little bit what i would consider to be a little bit of an odd one i took a tight end first round i went travis kelsey um just because i felt like i needed to everybody else that i wanted had gone and at pick number 12 Travis Kelsey had to go somewhere. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I love that. And again, this league, it is supported by the incredible sponsor, Top Sport. Um, download the app today. Just looking at some of the the odds that are rolling out, Kansas City Chiefs, $7.50 to win the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, I guess there's a little bit of concern around, you know, how much more can Kelsey deliver? You know, he's got a, he's got a lot of miles on him, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think we're going to be stopping him anytime soon. So anyway, keep an eye out on the Chiefs this year. Um, Riley? Uh, what's a what's a play you're happy with so far that you've landed? Uh, I'll go with my most recent pick, um, which is third round 
pick number 10, I have to wait quite a bit like Alex. Um, but I've got Keenan Allen. Um, I think I think the Chargers themselves are a bit underrated. Eckler got snaked the second pick overall, which was annoying. Um, but it's a PPR league. Keenan Allen is a 8 to 15 reception player every single game. Um, <clears throat> so his production is, it was just, it's too high to let go there. Um, I think, yeah, he's so underrated and so undervalued as a player. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy I ended up snaking him in the third round. Yeah, it's it's, it's always good to to walk away <laughs> getting someone that's tried and tested, and you can certainly say that about him. You know, there's obviously you know some slight injury concerns, but I mean that's that's just that's just the world we live in, right? And certainly when it comes to fantasy, uh, Jamie, what about yourself? Uh, I got Cooper Cup in the second round of this draft. Uh, I'm extremely happy with that because I, I managed to get Justin Jefferson in the first round. So pairing two star receivers, uh, two high targeted uh, star receivers as well, as Riley pointed out, being in a PPR league is vital. You have three uh, receivers. Off, you know, <laughs> I have three. Yeah, I've picked up. I picked up Devonte Adams as well in the third. Um, but yeah, you know, he's coming off an in season last year however i'm banking on the fact that we've uh, we've mentioned in an early episode of, of this podcast the rams have a predominantly uh rookie based squad you know over half of their team is on rookie contract it seems and so in that sense we've already seen what Stafford and cup were like when they were both healthy uh and now we're seeing an even more uh intensified version of the rams and especially that relationship yeah, well, see, and this is where it gets, you know, your knowledge and, you know, obviously everyone that follows the NFL, this is where, you know, that and fantasy sort of come together because the Rams are perplexing. You know, they are such an interesting case study where they have a handful, and I literally mean only a handful, of some of the most amazing veteran players. But, you know, you could just see it going one or two ways. They could battle it out in the division or if they get a few early losses, they could completely tank. But, um, yeah, again, you know, going back to top sport, $10, $10 to win their division, there's a lot of people thinking that that's not possible. But when you just remind yourself, Stafford, Cup, you know, I, I, I get what happened last year, but what happened with Cooper Cup was different. You know, that that was pretty special. Can you back it up again? Uh, Jamie, you'd be you'd be looking pretty good if, if that was the case. Um, all right, team. Um, yeah, so obviously I touched on Bijan a little bit earlier, uh, the rookies. Um, I'm interested to see whether you guys are brave enough to, you know, go out and sort of pick these kids straight out of college. Um, so yeah, just want to know a rookie um, that you've got your eye on. Um, Laura? I think for me, um, Jackson SN from Seattle, the wide receiver. I think he could be an interesting one to look at, taking it back home to the Seattle base. Um, you know, coming in with Gino, I think the way that they're going to play him at number three is going to be quite interesting <clears throat> in combination with Tyler Lockett. But, you know, Seattle has an age-old um, offensive line problem. We saw it get a little bit better last season. That might be quite a hard adjustment for a rookie coming in. We might not see him, but I do think he will definitely be one to keep an eye on and definitely someone I'll be picking up in the later rounds of our draft, hopefully. Yeah, look, at Seattle are in an interesting position. I think they're a chance for the, for the for that same division, the NFC West, 
$3.20 on top sport to win the division. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, for myself, a rookie, Dalton Kincaid, didn't even have to think twice about it. So obviously I've got a lot of competitors who are listening to this, all 48, uh, who are all probably thinking the same thing. Uh, he is special. And this is where you can get a little bit of value in fantasy, right? You're never going to get value with Kelsey and some of the bigger names. You know, they're tried, they're tested, they're going to be expensive. If you can really dig into the rookies, you might just be able to pick out someone who's going to be the next uh, superstar. There are rookies that are going to be the next superstar. There are rookies that can win you a league. And I think Kincaid's that guy, Connect him, connecting him up with Josh Allen. There's a little bit of some sensitivity, some issues around Stefan Diggs. If he spits the dummy, even better. But, uh, yeah, look, I've got my eye on him. I think he's got in for a really big rookie season. Uh, Alex, what about yourself? It, it, was a, it was an interesting draft, you know, like the, the one coming up is going to be the you know, the awesome draft. But, again, from, from a fantasy perspective, there's some pretty good players in, the, in, the, in that last class. I'm going to butcher his first name, so I might not – I just won't say it. That's um, right. So we're going to go Gibbs um, out of Alabama. Oh, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, out of, yeah, 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 gotcha. For the Detroit Lions, um, his catch rate, I think, was 70% at Alabama. Um, he can run the ball. So I think in this kind of league, I think he's a, a really good pickup. If anybody takes him, I swear to God, <laughs> before <laughs> I get a chance to – uh, but that's kind of the rookie that that I have my eye on. I think he's going to be a, an interesting player to watch for sure, especially for the Detroit Lions who have an interesting kind of running back and, and wide receiver kind of room happening, uh, especially with Dave Montgomery over there and a couple of players that have left. Mm, yeah, look, he's a Swiss Army knife. Very, very valuable, um, certainly in fantasy. Guys, are we living in an alternative dimension? Like the Detroit Lions, I'm looking at it here. The Detroit Lions are favorites to win their division. I never thought I would be alive to see the day. So Detroit Lions, $2.26 on top sport to win the division. You can understand why. Uh, there's a massive uh, amount of support that's headed their way with Dan Campbell leading leading the charge, um, biting off some kneecaps. Love it. Love the energy. Um, Riley, what about yourself? Rookie. Um, look, I was really excited to see Anthony Richardson. Um, that tandem with him and Taylor, but since his Taylor is up in the air, I I have no idea what to expect. So I'm going to steal Laura, and I'm going to steal Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm an absolute massive fan of Tyler Lockett, but unfortunately, I think once Smith and Jigba gets healthy, he's going to steal pretty much. 90% of Lockett's productions. Um, he's just such an explosive player. And I think that he is exactly what Seattle need. Um, they're just going to have so many weapons for either Gino or whoever they end up getting in a year's time that when healthy, he's just going to have such a massive impact on it. It's going to be insane. Yeah. It's an interesting one that you picked out there because um you know, you, that, that sort of leans into what you do with injured players. And again, you're looking for value. Where is the value? So obviously Alvin Kamara, not injured, but he's had his other situation. Anyway, there's a few different players in the league that, um, you know, injured or whatever, they're going to be out for three, four weeks, but you know, could they be back at the crunch time within your fantasy competition? Um, could it sort of push you into the playoffs? Certainly worth looking at. Um, and, and yeah, that kid's definitely going to be there. Um, Jamie, what about yourself? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with a little bit more of a reach, I think. But based on this team's uh, bad luck with the injury bug over the last few years, I'm going to take uh, Quentin Johnson, the receiver, Quentin Johnston, the receiver out of TCU with the 21st pick. Um, at the moment, he's definitely going to be behind uh, Williams and Keenan Allen in terms of targets. Keenan Allen did turn 31 this year. Uh, he's coming off uh, coming off a season where he was injured. I want to say for the first first half of the year um but look when he came back he was you know he's Keenan Allen he's a special player nonetheless this is a system that loves to air the ball okay all it's going to take is one injury to Allen or Williams and I think that this rookie is going to have you know a really good uh opportunity to shine yeah I love that and again it's just you know absorbing that early pain you know he's not a guy that's going to come out and score massive points week one or week two, like all the rookies, right? Or a lot of the rookies. Um, but yeah, again, halfway through the season towards the back end, he could certainly be be a um, be an option there. Hey, what's your thoughts on again looking at top sport? Uh, LA Chargers second in the division behind the Chiefs in terms of favorites, three dollars sixty there. Um, you know, we know we know that division, the AFC West. We've got the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. There's a lot of chaos happening outside of the Chiefs. But but what are we going to do with the Chargers? What what's your prediction for them this year? It's I mean, you know, this this quarterback, he's got a lot of talent, but, you know, it's, it's time to go. It's time to make a move. I brought this up to somebody the other day. Imagine if the Chargers don't blow that 27-point lead to Jacksonville. The Chiefs <laughs> play the Chargers. The Chargers, if they had just not been whatever they were, they could have rested their starters for a whole quarter. So it – and I, I thought that the Chargers were going to beat the Chiefs last year. Honestly, did like they just skyrocketed at the right time, and then they absolutely choked in the second half, and then the Chiefs destroyed Jacksonville. So it was like a bit, it was a bit of a uh, like a like a boring game kind of thing of what could have been. So I expect I expect the Chargers to take it out. I reckon they'll beat the Chiefs both times. Yeah, obviously. Relocated team, you know, poor cousin there in LA. Um, but again, at $23 to win the Super Bowl, um, gamble responsibly, topsport.com.au. Uh, all right, team, there's the rookies. Hey, let's go and show some of the veterans some love, right? Let's 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 show some love to some of the players that have made us fall in love um with with this game, the the NFL. Um, Laura, pretty easy for you, but again, I, there's a lot of players to choose from. Um, show show a vet some love. Um, you know, a particular player that you'll be on the lookout for in fantasy. I feel like all I've been talking about today are wide receivers, but I think this is a great year for quite a few veteran wide receivers. Obviously, I'm very excited to see OBJ in the Ravens locker room, seeing what he can do with Lamar, um, you know, coming off that injury when really I do think he's got at least one more season of high productivity in him. So I'm definitely excited to see what he does. Looking forward to picking him up, hopefully. But a slight um, veteran, but not really a vet. I guess, you know, a guy who did a little bit. I'm very interested to see how Calvin Ridley goes back with um, Jacksonville this year. I think that's going to be a really awesome pairing in a young um, offensive team. And yeah, I think across the board, D-Hop is another player. Very excited to see what he does. There's so many great wide receivers that have kind of been given new life this offseason. Um, so I think it's going to be a great year for the veterans. Yeah, and, you know, he's certainly a player that needs to make an impact as well. Um, Look, for me, uh, a veteran that I've got my eye on, again, I'm giving away all my trade secrets here, Um, Darren Waller uh, moving over to the Giants. Now, this is a guy that I'm going to be honest, I kind of fell in love with, you know, watching – 
watching some of the behind the scenes around his struggles and how he sort of, you know, fought his way through recovery and, and you know, made his way into, made his way into the NFL, um, you know, watching hard knocks when he was at the Raiders was incredible, but you know, it, it just never worked out. He could never piece it together. Injuries were a big factor. And I guess with fantasy, I, I'm trying not to let that those injury patterns scare me away from, from value. Uh, and if Waller can just stay on the, or he can just stay on the park and get through most of his games he is the offense, in my opinion. Obviously, Saquon's doing his thing running the ball, but there are the Giants shifting over. I don't know. I, I, I think he's slid quite a lot this year, and I just see a little bit out of him. So he's just got to stay healthy, but as do um, all of our fantasy players, um, that's for sure. Um, Alex, what about yourself? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Oh, my God. Yes, okay. I'm going to wow. throw a vet in there. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I said veteran, but you know, retirement <laughs> home, veteran. Okay, okay, Jimmy Graham. Right. Hey, look, years. he's still playing, <laughs> and he had a uh, pretty decent showing in New Orleans' most recent game. Um, yeah. It was good to kind of see him be that playmaker that he kind of used to be. Uh, so I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham. Keep an eye out for him this season. I think he might pop up and surprise you. Yeah, I like that. He probably just, you know, eating soft foods in his older age, you know, sort of, you know, getting... <laughs> Jimmy Graham. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, mate, that is a veteran. That is a veteran. But again, value. Again, you know, there's going to be that last pick. You don't know who to pick. And it could be the difference in you getting the win uh, in that week one. So, yeah, love that. Uh, Riley, what about yourself? I, I'm going to give some loving to somebody who... I gained a lot more respect for watching quarterback, and that is Kirk Cousins. Um, and his stash. Justin, and his stash, yes. There's whatever barbell, Liberty Bell, whatever that is. Um, somebody's got to throw the ball to Justin Jefferson, and it is Kirk Cousins. I'm certain half the time he just closes his eyes and just says, Look at JJ down there somewhere. I just think he's somehow consistent. I remember a few years ago he would get me like negative two points because he would throw six yards for two out of nine completions, three picks and a pick six. But I think he has settled down in his older age. Um, and now that he has quite quite a cast around him, he's just, you know, he's just solid solid for for a dad he warms the heart he, that, kirk is a vibe and yeah you're right watching that netflix show quarterback it just yeah he's he's absolutely a fan favorite now and you know he's just he's not trying to be anything other than himself you know he knows he's not patrick mahomes he's not trying to be patrick mahomes um, but you know, you just love the dedication behind the scenes and, uh, you know, the dorkiness and everything. And as a dad, I can relate to that. That, that is definitely where I'm at in life at the moment. Um, loving that. Uh, Jamie, what about yourself? Uh, I'm torn between two running backs, a big name and a small, I'll, I'll go the big name. I think I'd like to zag where other people are zigging sometimes in fantasy. And it just feels personally like Derek Henry has started to drop in terms of uh, some people's fantasy ratings on him specifically. I get it. The, 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 the statistics have slowly gone down over the last couple of years. And with the volume that he had, especially early on, it's understandable. I still think the man is an absolute freak of nature. Um, I expect that, or we, we all know that the Titans are one of the most well-coached teams in the NFL. Vrabel's an absolute genius. Uh, his game management, you know, it, all you have to look at is that uh, that Chiefs game last year where they somehow managed to make it to overtime despite, I think, only having the ball twice in the second half. 
Um, and so, yeah, I think that they're going to be better coached. They've got some receiving options out wide now that they lost AJ Brown, obviously, to the Eagles last year. Hopkins is in. Traylon Burks hopefully comes on, gives uh, opens up the field a little bit more. So, yeah, I, I, I like Derek Henry this year. Yeah, I love that. Um, all right, team, we, we've given out a lot of information. Now, just quickly around the grounds, just maybe a few tips on – now, if you've got any advice for maybe some rookies that are part mm. of the 48 this year that are, that are part of it, mine is as Aussies, you've got to be really, really careful with your timings and when games are played. So uh, that first game can sneak up on you. And if you don't have your lineup set, you can do some weird and wonderful things. So uh, again, for um, for our American listeners, yeah, maybe a little bit easier for you guys, but we're doing some weird time zones over here. So again, really keep an eye on your timing. Um, because, yes, that may or may not have cost me um, a little bit in the past. Um, as we go around, uh, if you've got any advice, that's great. Otherwise, I'd like to know who you guys are predicting to win amongst the Mojo crew because we've been able to get all of you guys into the one league out of the four. Um, hey, if you want to say it to yourself, hey, I love that self-confidence. So, again, a tip if you've got it. Otherwise, I want to know who you're tipping to win from the Mojo crew. Uh, Laura, I'll start with you. My biggest advice would be don't succumb to the peer pressure. You're always going to get a lot of people wanting to trade this person or that person or steal this person from you or try and tell you that you don't know how to run your team. I've dealt with that a bit myself in the past. So, you know, stick to your guns, follow your gut. Um, But I'm taking Riley out of the mojo um, Mm. players to win. I think she's had an excellent first four picks. Yeah, you you can kind of get a vibe, can't you? Like after a few picks, you're like, damn it. <laughs> the yeah. the draft order, the way it's falling, um, puts a couple of players um, you know, ahead, you know, especially in the first couple of weeks. Um, Alex, bit of advice and uh yeah, who's your tip to win it? Uh easy on the waivers. Um I think, <laughs> yeah. I think some people get a little bit either nervous or something happens after week one and everyone goes, My team's busted. I gotta, you know, pick off people at waivers and trade and all this. Relax. It's week one. It's a long season. They'll get there. Some people might have a bad game. Some people might have, you know, whatever coming off preseason. Bear with your team. If by middle of the season they start to really not pick up, then by all means go to the waivers. Um, for me, who am I gonna pick? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna Jamie's throwing his hands up like I want to pick him, but <laughs> you got three wide receivers in the first three rounds. <laughs> I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back Laura's choice there and go Riley. I think Riley has done too much job in in the uh, in the draft before with some surprises. Laura keeps stealing my players, so that's why I can't say her. I love that. I love that, Riley. um, Again, it's good to get this advice when you first start because no one helps you out, right? You just. You know, you're just sort of fumbling your way through. Um, you know, I, I know, I know buys are a big thing. You know, you just, if, if you're not watching, you can absolutely lose two or three players, um, towards the back end of the seasons. But, uh, anyway, what's your advice and who do you think was, who do you think is going to win, um, out of the Mojo crew? Look, I think it's one of the biggest things is read your league's rules. Every platform is different. Every platform has different scoring dependent on what type you're doing because that really, really makes a difference as to who you draft and when. Um, for instance, ours is P, uh, PPR points per reception. So those who catch the ball will get more points. It's just a fact. So even if you have a running back that's going to run for 150 yards every game, a wide receiver who catches 10 balls and 100 yards is going to have more points. So just, yeah, really look at that that kind of thing. Um I actually really enjoy Rory's team at the moment. He has 
two solid running backs who I think are going to probably be contending for league leading Russia with with Jonathan Taylor up in the air. Um, and he's got Josh Allen, who is basically also a running back, but throws the ball ridiculously well as well. So um, he's probably my lead leader at the moment. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Uh, Jamie, a bit, bit of advice, you know, and another one for me is like, don't get psyched out by the predictor in your matchup, right? Each week there's a predicted and it says like, you've got a, you've got a 20% chance of winning. The other person's got, this is fantasy, right? Like this is like teams can go out, players outside of Patrick Mahomes can have shocking performances. So don't get psyched out by the predictor. You're in it. Um, as long as you've got your, your, you know, your lineup set. Yeah, you're a chance every single week. Jamie, what, what's uh, you know, a bit of advice from your veteran experience uh, in fantasy? Um, I, I, this is going on, uh, especially the last couple of years, I've drafted for depth um, and both years I've come up short. Uh, and I think I, something that I've just decided to, to go into this season with is ultimately you're going to win your matchups based on your big-time players making big amount of points. It sounds simple. It sounds basic. But I would much rather take one of the biggest fish than two or three people to help fill out uh, in case of injuries. Take the punt, you know, take a risk. All it takes is an injury to anyone in this game and then your season's over anyway. So yeah, I, 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 I want the big fish. Yeah. And your prediction for who's going to win it out of Mojo crew? Me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, you know, someone's got to back themselves. I've got three top receivers. It's PPR. I'm going myself. Yeah. I love it. No, you're going to be the first person to pick all receivers in a draft. So uh, yeah, love that. Love that. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Um, and to our amazing Moving the Chains crew who started this league um, and have, you know, worked with us to do a crossover, to bring it over and, you know, for, for this league to be supported by Mojo this year, looking at them, it's going to be really interesting, especially amongst uh, amongst the footy crew. Um, look, if I, ha- if I had to say any Hunt, Chad Townsend, Look, I'm actually going to go Trent Robinson out of the out of the rugby league crew. See how he won't love me uh, saying that. I, I think Robbo, he's won it before. Um, he had a bit of a poor year last year, so I think he's on the. I think he's ready for a bit of a bounce back. So yeah, I, I think Robbo is going to um, going to win his um, one for sure. And look to all of the 48 that are competing. Uh, we've had quite a bit of fun tonight uh, in terms of giving you advice, but. Yeah, wish you guys all, all the very best. Um, except if you're coming up against me, obviously, then that, that's that's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, before we sign off, just want a massive thank you to our major sponsor for this competition, uh, Top Sport. If you haven't already, go down, uh, download the app, get involved. There are a ton of sports. Um, again, there is so much value in the NFL, but please gamble responsibly. Um, you know, just you know, just a little bit of fun, guys. Don't get carried away with it. Um, keep things under control. Alex, I'm going to hand it back over to you. It was lovely to pop in for this very special episode. Uh, love talking fantasy football, love our NFL. Um, and to our new listeners that have, that have popped over from moving the chain, stick around. Um, you know, we're doing some great things here at Mojo Sports uh, and this NFL show um, is one of the best out there. Yeah. Thanks Dan for uh, hosting this one. It's been fun to talk all things fantasy, um, giving away a couple of our tips, which some people on this panel have already taken us up on. Um, so that's always fun to see, but as we know, draft is always a fun time, especially when it comes in season and best of luck to everyone. <clears throat>